is when you're scheduling out, whether it's the year, the month, or the week, whatever it is, schedule out your personal time first. As long as it's not excessive, obviously. Uh, whether it's vacations, weddings, anything along those lines. Uh, you know, family always comes first. And then you do your work surrounding that because you're, you're here for, you know, enjoyment to enjoy your life. And working is to fund your perfect life. And, and the work fills in all those gaps. Again, as long as it's not excessive. Big it up, big it up. Yep. Welcome to Let's Talk Real with Mel. We are here with Alex and Gary Barron of the Barron team in Flushing, New York. Out of Flushing, New York. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Thank Alex. you. All right. Thank you. And now you've been in real estate for a year or two, right? A little bit more than a year or two. Yeah. Uh, if you want to count back to 1988, All right. uh, that, 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 if, you want, if you want to do the math. Right, right. Yeah. Need some fingers and toes. Yeah, and some stuff, yep. and go, got to go over to maybe a second time around, too. All right. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah quite, quite a number of years. And so we're, this is a, a, a family business of, of real estate, right? Family business. I got to do it on my own back in 1988, right out of college. And I thought, oh, Obviously, HGTV wasn't around back then. So I was like, you know what, everybody's making money. And in 1988, the market was a little, you know, little up and down, going a little sideways. And uh, didn't pay much attention to it. Got my license, got into it full speed, and failed. Okay. Failed. Failed forward, though. Failed forward. And I said, um, you know, it's, it's not going to be the get-rich-quick scheme, but like it looks like. And there's a four-letter word that I had to do. It starts with a W. Work. All right. It was work. <laughs> work. And uh, yeah, kept kept going and never gave up, just kept it going. And from the very beginning, the first thing I learned was I didn't want to work with buyers, just want to work with sellers. Okay. Uh, if you own a store, if you own a shoe store, you need inventory. And if you're working in real estate, you need inventory, you need something to sell. And that was the first thing I learned is you need to have inventory, you have the buyers, you have the shoes, people will come to you. Never thought of it like that, comparing it with a, with a regular brick and mortar uh, with a commodity, like shoes, said if you don't have yeah. the, I guess you can have all the buyers of shoes you want, but if your shoe store doesn't have shoes in it, then it's going to be all right. Exactly, exactly. And I just learned the, uh, I'm sorry if I'm just rambling. Well, but, uh, this, this is my passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've yeah. done this for such a long time. And um, just something I've always loved to do. And I love helping people. I, I, I love meeting people. I love that having the quote-unquote uh, flexibility of the time, which is not really as flexible as what it seems like from the outside. Again, it's not like HGTV. Oh, yeah, go out on Saturday yeah, or Sunday. The full hour work week. No, no, no. You haven't figured that one out. No, I'm still working on that. That's a but that's a further from the truth. I'm trying to get to a 40 hour work week and working on that. Yeah, trying to get yep. down, downgrade to that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so are you from from Flushing and originally born and raised in in Flushing? Originally, uh, originally from Forest Hills, which is not too far away from Flushing. Okay. Uh, from used to live at my parents' house. Got married, bought a house. Uh, just a little fairy tale story. Okay. And um, I bounced from a couple of different real estate offices right now I'm with Keller Williams. Okay. And absolutely unrecruitable. Love the office, love the vibe, and uh, super happy there. My wife also got into the business about 12 years ago. Okay. She got her license just to help me out with the back end paperwork and the admin stuff. And now we've got this young man. All right. Yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah. yeah. Fresh out of high school. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I was 18 when I, when I got my license. Really? So, wow. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So what? Um, so I'm gonna shift to you. So right. when? So you've been, you know, eating it, breathing it, living it. Yeah. 
since a baby. So from the beginning, I was always like curious what he was up to, what he was doing. And then I was like, what's a cold cause? And I was like asking if he's like cold while he's calling. <laughs> Are you calling from the refrigerator? But yeah. no, <laughs> no. So yeah, I was always into it. I was was curious what he was doing. So my mom was pharmacist and he's just Bella Nazareth. Yeah. It seemed like the schedule, like, like dad, how are you home? You know, at different times, like where mom like, right. is, is when, when she leaves, there's a big gap before the time when she comes back. Right. Yeah. Whereas dad is probably in, out and out mm-hmm. on appointments back. So he took me to school a lot. Yeah. One thing I'm very grateful for is that yeah, you do have the flexibility of time. And something that was always scheduled into my day was dropping off at school and pick him up at three o'clock. And if there was like a little show or a play or anything like that, knock on wood, I'm super, super grateful that I was able to make it to just about every single one of them because it was scheduled like an appointment. It's not changeable, it's not flexible. I gotta be there for him. Because you only have this life once and uh, I don't wanna miss it. I don't wanna miss one, one minute of it. I love it. And I'm grateful that we're able to work together. So far, anyway, yeah, so we're far. just starting. Until really he fires you, yeah, I know. <laughs> give him a couple of years. He's like, I, I, I see it going without that. You're not cutting the mustard. Yeah, we're gonna, uh-huh. we're gonna have to bring it someone off. Yep, Dad, you gotta you gotta kick your numbers up. Right, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. coming. Uh huh. I see it already. So that's even pre-licensed. I love it. Say so you got the you got the misses in it. You know, you're in. You've been in for th- you know what? Sh- you know, 35, 35 years ish, and maybe a little more. Um, and so, and you, you said you went to school. So you went to school in New York? Or- I went to school in New York. Uh, I graduated with a degree in communication arts and science, okay. which I never used. Well, you're using it. I'm using it. I'm using it, but it, everything's all changes. It's yeah. totally different, but it's still communication. Wow. And then I went back to school for a second time uh, when, when the real estate business wasn't doing all that great because of me. I got a degree in accounting. Okay. Definitely now, using that. Nope. Still not using that. Really? Yeah, no, right? no, no, no. <laughs> Again, that's where my wife comes. And she's great with the checkbook, with the uh, with the accounting and all the numbers, and uh, she's absolutely awesome with that. And uh, it, 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 we've got a good blend. We have a good blend. It takes a, it takes a whole, you know, as you see, growing the team, bringing the wife in, you know, bringing the son in. Everyone has their own. Yeah, has their own. Yeah, has their exactly has their own place and to help uh, make uh, make the wheels turn. You're right. Make the wheels turn. So, where do you see the team growing in the next, um, you know, three to five years? I mean, what? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it to you, Gary. When let's say when you're, um, you know, five years from now, you know, you're 23 at that time, 23, 24. Right. Where do you see the business? What's your vision for the family business? I see us all working together, possibly in New York and Florida, having two businesses okay. going at the same time, having more of an expansive team. So you can delegate part of the work to other people that can do a better job than you. Okay. Yeah, I think I think uh, Gary's going to bring some some new ideas to the table. Now, have you in your thirty five years had you? Um, I mean, you brought the wife in twelve years ago, but have you had you considered or had you ever kind of either scaled up or scaled back? You know, like hired administrative staff, or have you always been more of a solo Mostly solopreneur, and uh, I do have buyers agents that work not directly for me but uh, trusted go-to partners within my office that I would hand buyers off to or you know, delegate certain amounts of work to such as open houses and lead generation things along those lines and as far as expansion I'm, I, I should mention this earlier uh, during the time of the pandemic when when the world was shut down 
uh, instead of just sitting on my hands and doing nothing and saying, oh my God, what, what's going to happen next? I want to be proactive and something I always want to do is eventually at some point, someday move to Florida, to Southeast Florida in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Palm Beach in that area. So basically while, we're, while, while the world was shut down, I took online courses and I got my real estate, uh, real estate broker's license in Florida. Okay. So I also have, uh, I'm also with KW in the, in the Palm Beaches. Okay. So we've got dual, all right. So we're New York license and Florida license. Okay. And so, and so we want to expand. So Gary's plan is to expand that, to expand both. Right. Ideally keep both of them alive at the same time. Yeah. So, so during the time, I know, you know, we all know that, um, well, maybe not all of us know. Um, I know that during the pandemic, you know, it was very, 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 very challenging. For real estate in New York, dog, almost it was shut down. Yeah, it was shut down. You know, yeah. so but what were some other times over your extensive career where where you had, um, you know, periods of challenge, either professional challenge or personal challenge, that uh, and 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 how did you push through that to to continue to to not give up, to stay in to stay in the business, to keep things going? Well, really, there was really no there's really no other option, and when I say that. It is either you do this and be successful at it, you know, just put your big boy pants on and, you know, get to work and really do it well, or go get a nine to five job. And that was not real. I don't want to say that's not an option for me. I, I shouldn't say it that way. I really didn't want to do that. That that was my working in real estate was my driving force to be able to do that I, and, and stay away from, you know, working a regular, you know, quote unquote, nine to five job. Because if I did that, yeah, that's a sh that, that's a sure way to go. That's the safe way to go. But I wouldn't be able to drop him off to school. Wouldn't be able to pick him up, and uh, couldn't go to his shows. Couldn't be there for homework after school. Things along those lines. And to me, that was devastating. I was like, I can't miss this. I can't miss this. You only got one run at this thing. I only have one son. No other kids. This is it. There's no second, third, or fourth one. I'll catch up to it some point down the road. And that was my driving force. That I got to be there for him. And not just, you know, oh, dad's at work again, dad's at work, dad's at work. You know, it's, I've, I've made it fit into my schedule. Yeah, it's flexible, but that was... That was a, an anchor. That was an anchor. That, like, yeah. The, that, the, that, that's not changing. Yeah, the, yep. your listing appointments get moved around, buyer appointments get moved around, yep. all that other stuff. Yeah. School starts at the same time every day. Right, exactly. And, and ends at the same time every that's, day. And I'm going to be there. You know, I'm going to be there. I was never, and you can attest to that, I've, I've never been late. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've dropped them off late a couple of times. Right, right. But you never <laughs> but you still dropped them off. Yeah. You still always them dropped them off. And uh, at the pickup, always are exactly on time and a few minutes early. It, it. It, he was never waiting by the sidewalk for, uh, yeah, where's dad? I don't know where he right. is. And uh, <laughs> old dad's still no point, but he'll be there. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like, got to go. And, and scheduled it accordingly. I love that. Yeah. So family first. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you and that's, and I'll say that, um, you know, in business, sometimes we sacrifice certain things and, you know, we, we will under the guise of, well, I have to do this for the family, but you know, this is a clear example where, you know, the family was first, you not, you, nothing came in between that. No, you didn't misplays, no games, no activities, mm -hmm. no performances, graduation, you were, you were there. Regardless. Every soccer game, every, everything, everything. Something I learned a long time ago from, from one of the many seminars that I've been to is when you're scheduling out, whether it's the year, the month or the week, whatever it is, schedule out your personal time first. As long as not excessive, obviously, uh, whether it's vacations, weddings, anything along those lines, uh, 
you know, family always comes first. And then you do your work surrounding that because you're, you're here for, you know, enjoyment to enjoy your life. And working is to fund your perfect life. And, and the work fills in all those gaps. Again, as long as it's not excessive. You know, as long as you're out of vacation 51 wow. weeks out of the year, you know, th th there has to be a balance. But uh, the family always comes first, no matter what. Yeah, that's a good lesson. And then everything else fits in. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and I, and I'm sure you, you know, Gary's nodding and 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 smiling, and he, yeah. um, and I'm and I'm he may or may not express it all the time, but I know that that uh, means a lot to have It does for sure. I definitely saw a big difference between like him and then like other parents that aren't really your friends' parents. Yeah, my friends' parents that weren't really as close with them as he is. So. Yeah, that's more cool, right. Yeah, I'm sure there was some of that too. <laughs> Even that line, right? Yeah. But yeah, no, that's awesome. So, and how did that, um, you know, seeing the way that I guess or feeling the way that you were raised, you know, and 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 dad being a role model, uh, how did that then in turn make you say, you know what, maybe I want to try this real estate stuff? Did that have a fact? Did that play a factor with right. our? Sure. And I like the lifestyle that he's that he's doing. He definitely works. I would think he works more than the average nine to five person. You got to work more than nine to five to not work nine to five, but you could choose those hours. Damn. There's an old saying, uh, in order not to work nine to five, I'm sorry, in order to, you have to work more than 40 hours if you don't want to work 40 hours. I like that. So I think that really resonates with this business. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. No. That that's a good one. Yeah. You have to work. You have to be willing to work more than forty hours in order to not work forty hours hour. for somebody. Standard. For somebody. For somebody else. Not for somebody right. else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. So let's. So outside of real estate. So you know, obviously, and you're just finishing school. So they're gonna. They're, not, they're no more. You know, drop offs. I'm sure they haven't been drop off and pick up in a little while. But mm -hmm. but the activities probably are just now ending. Um, the events, the things, and mm -hmm. you'll have plenty more activities and events to come. Right. But what do you do outside of real estate? I mean, what do you both like to do for, for enjoyment? I like to play tennis a lot. Okay. I'm really big on that. Um, what do you like? Cars. We're, we're both into cars. Yeah. Okay. Probably drive a little faster than we should. We're trying to slow ourselves down. Okay. Uh, recently, I think recently, it was a couple of years ago, I just bought a Jeep. Okay. Uh, Jeep Rally got all jacked up with the big tires and the lift kit and all that. And it was always some sort of an accessory to get for it. So it's something new and keep it fresh and it also slows you down too. And uh, I've had other cars in the past and a little faster than, than what they should be. So I think yeah. with the Jeep Wrangler, you, 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 right, you can't right. go past a certain number. Yeah, you can't. That's the same thing with the turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so now, and then now going to then cars, tennis, so we've got sports and they're working on cars. And then back now, circling back to real estate, what about investments? I'm sure over the years being, uh, you know, 30 years in real estate, and we were talking about storage facilities mm -hmm. and, and those investments, have you have you been a big fan of, of um, you know, maybe taking the real estate commissions and making it work for you in other ways outside of just the household? As far as real estate, not as much as it should. Uh, always been a very cautious, cautious investor, especially from my wife's side. She's, she's very analytical and very super cautious. And uh, as far as investing in real estate, no, not as much as we should. But we have done a lot of other stocks and financial types of investments. Okay. So, oh, you know. Yeah. And that's the key is taking them, you know, because you can 
you know, we know you can earn a lot of money in real estate, but the key is to then, what do you do with that? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yet and putting it so, so that it can grow in other areas and not mm -hmm. just sit, uh, because you know, inflation, you know, money sitting isn't, as not thing. It's yep. really a good yes. thing. Yep. All right. So where, where do you, so we're, we're let, I'd like to hear from your perspective, Gary, this, this, this business of the future, uh, because you know, you're learning, you're growing, you're going to bring a, probably a whole different perspective that I would guess is going to be maybe a little more difficult for you, dad, in terms of the way you've done business for 35 years mm -hmm. and maybe how business will be done for the next 35 years. Well, that's what Gary's great for. Uh, basically the way I've done my business is just grinding, you know, between door knocking, cold calling, just cold calling up and down the streets, calling inspired listings for sale by owners, just old school, just picking up the phone, which I still plan on continuing to do. I don't think that is real, but just, just the bread and butter just hasn't changed. I really don't believe it's changed, but this is the new future as far as social media, different ways of people connecting and people don't pick up the phone as much as they used to. Uh, people don't open their doors as much as they used to. They have the ring doorbells, the video pops up. It's like, oh, who is that? I don't know. I'm not going to open the door. Whereas before you used to go knock on, let's say 50 doors, maybe 10, 12, 13 of them used to open up. So you have a little conversation with them. It's a yes or no. And it, it's all good either way, but you used to have that face-to-face -face connection. But with this technology now, uh, again, I don't, just the whole pickup rate is substantially less. Caller ID, call screening, uh, it, it's it's changing. It's changing, and you have to go along with that change. And if you don't, then you're just going to be stuck where you're at. Man, you might, be left, might be left behind. And that's where he comes in. All right, and, and he picks up, and what? And then what are your ideas then that, I mean, you, I know you've heard some ideas recently, and you guys, you know, obviously believe in, in coaching and professional development. Mm -hmm. where, do, where do you see real estate or any your business you know from a from a younger person perspective and what you already know about social media how do you see that how do you see that affecting your business you know in the next 10 20 years i think it's definitely gonna have a big impact on it but i think his thinking with the calling and all that stuff still very necessary but you could expand even further with the social media reach a bigger audience build a brand and actually have like a lifestyle that you're showing people instead of just I'm selling your house. What? If I just ping back on this, uh, this is a term that I learned a long time ago. When you're sitting in a chair or you know, whether it's a bar stool or a chair, you know, whatever it might be, it has at least three legs, usually four. And those are all different supports that keep you sitting and not falling down. Yeah. And as you take each one of those legs away, you're gonna be that much less stable until you get down to the last three. On the last three, you're still stable. You pull, you pull one more away, the chair's gonna topple over. Social media, I think, is just an additional leg to keep you, uh, keep you stable and actually sitting in your chair. Right. Of course, you have the cold calling, the official by owners expires and whatnot. Those are just the ground roots. Uh, as things change, some of those legs are gonna start getting pulled away and you need to put another leg back in its place to keep yourself up and floating. To keep it going. Yeah. So you so you envision kind of a combination of what's well, so we'll call it you know old school traditional real estate right. and kind of the real real estate of the future. Definitely, when you, you you view them as kind of as equal or interdependent. Yes, mm -hmm. okay. I think it's a better way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, not one is maybe not better than the other, but you kind of have to do both. Yeah, just another awesome. light, another light, another stream, another source of business. All right, good stuff. So let me if we could. Um, you know, I know you talked about that 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 ugly uh, four letter word with the W. Mm -hmm. 
right? What, but was there, was there, and, and you said that you couldn't, you know, that, that, you know, failure was not an option, but you know, there, there, there are likely some folks, you know, that are watching that may, um, be thinking that maybe failure is an option for them. Um, then maybe they will, um, you know, give up, quit or, or maybe just do something different. You know, what would you, and, and, and maybe they don't have a, a, a son to, to, you know, to tell so maybe that might not be a job, mm. but they still are just, they feel like they're close, but, but, but still aren't getting the results they need. What would you say to that person that, um, that may, that maybe you can help them change their mind and, and stay in the race? They really need to develop their why. Because if they're thinking about dropping out, there's got that driving force is just not there. Their desire is not there. And you know, honestly, I shouldn't say it this way, but not everybody's got it. Not everybody's trainable. Not everybody's coachable. Not everybody listens to a mouth. It's, it, it's true. It's absolutely true. And um, you got to have that driving force and you got to have that why. And I really took off my business at the time that I got married. Uh, I've been married 25 years. And up until that point, I was, you know, between my 35th, when I started in, uh, 35 years ago, from 35 to the 25 year mark, uh, when I got married, that's when I really took it seriously. Really took it seriously. I said, look, hey, I'm getting married here, uh, buying a house, got a mortgage, eventually have a child, children, and it's time to put the big boy pants on and the time to get real with this thing. And I can't let my wife be the breadwinner. That That's, you know, it's got to be, at, at a minimum, minimum, it's got to be Down. an equal partnership. And I just want to feel good about myself just just being supported by somebody else. That's That's not me. Yeah, and uh, that's why I really took it seriously, and that's when my why really kicked in. That's and yeah, and it sounded like also too that's when the coaching kicked in because you then had an accountability partner. Yes. So even though you weren't uh, well, you know, paid coaching, right? You didn't hire a coach. You kind of you wiped your coach, and accountability. Yeah, and that and and she was holding you accountable, and you you know she was you know bringing something to the table. You needed to bring something to the table, and that's, I think, where that failure is not an option kicked in even more. Right. But it's more of an option when you have somebody supporting you. I used to live with mommy and daddy before I got, uh, you know. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, I used to live with my parents. And my mom, you know, God bless her, she's just turned 87 years old. Wow. And yeah, thank you. And um, she was also, she, she always said, oh, it's okay, don't worry, it's okay. It's, you know, it's, it's still a crutch. And didn't have that real driving, you know, yeah, I did want to. Uh, of course, I want to succeed, but not in the same way as once you get engaged and you're dating with some, uh, dating somebody seriously. Like this, this is the real deal. You know, you got to make this happen. So that actually really kicked in. So that why has to be there. That that why has to be there, and really set an attainable, set that attainable goal and push a little bit further out. You know, there's a saying, uh, "Shoot for the stars and settle for the moon." The moon is okay. Right. The moon is okay. Got it. So I think also being able to take. Criticism, it's very important. Constructive criticism. A lot of people are just like, I don't like what you're saying and just keep doing what they're doing and fail. You gotta be able to listen to whoever's better than you and analyze their idea and see if it makes sense or not in your position. Give it a fair assessment and yeah. be coachable. Yeah, and as far as coaching too, uh, any, coaching co any coaching company that you're with, obviously they want you to succeed. Because if you don't succeed, you're going to drop out of coaching and they're going to lose money. Right. And they're going to get bad mouth. Yeah. So uh, I've been with other coaching programs now. I just signed up with uh, with the Tom Ferry coaching program. 
And my feeling is you're paying, you know, a substantial money, a substantial amount of money for it. And just blind faith. If they say jump, you say how high. It, you know, th that's what you got to do. <clears throat> They're not going to steer you wrong. Yeah. They'll make you feel uncomfortable because you're going to go into areas where you're not as comfortable as where you were before, but you can still get the same results if you don't follow what they're doing. Yeah. Well, that's a part of growth is being, <clears throat> you can't grow and be comfortable. Right. I mean, you can't, you, I mean, <clears throat> you know, because otherwise, <clears throat> I mean, imagine if you were still wearing the same clothes in that you had when you were fired, mm -hmm. you would be uncomfortable. It'd be a little tight. <laughs> yeah. You know, you have and you just never changed. So yeah. They would just, you know, it'd be like Popeye, you know, yeah, just, yeah. just busting that yeah. clothes, literally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, part of growth is, is being uncomfortable. Yeah. The only thing constant in life is change. That's right. All right. Well, I got a quote. I got a quote of the day. Let's see what we got. Oh. Quote of the day. A family business is a never-ending journey, one that is continually evolving. Just when you think you've got a handle on something, things change, and you have to adapt quickly and efficiently. Jeanette Gregson, Gregson, CEO, Allstate Trailer Spares. Change. That's what we're talking about. Right. Good stuff. Yeah. So, well, let me say, if if um, if I wanted to, uh, you know, if I was in the Flushing area, Queens area, and I wanted to maybe sell it, you're focused on on sellers. You largely over your career have helped uh, families sell their homes. If I had a home that I wanted to sell in your area, uh, or even maybe wanted to buy a home in your area, how would we reach you guys? Well, my direct number is my cell phone is the best way to reach me. Uh, you can also also call me on my office, but I rarely, I'm usually not in the office. Okay. Uh, best way to reach me is at seven one eight. Four nine zero four five two three. Okay, forty five twenty three. And 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 Gary, what, if they were, should they hit you on Instagram? How would how would folks reach you if they wanna? Uh, or would it be would it be uh, probably not Facebook, but would it be yourself <laughs> too? I'm Facebook. What's, yeah, yeah. What's it, what would be the best way to reach you? For now, it would just be. Oh, just go. Okay, got it. Then let's do it. Well, I appreciate you guys coming out. This is awesome. Thank you. All right. No, you. Thank you. this is awesome. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks. All right. Yeah. Oh, damn.